Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Toxic Casting Podcast. I am your host, Broadcasting Live. From the most toxic place on earth, your baby mother's bedroom, eating all your kids' free snacks. And before I even get started today, I would like to say thank you to uh to everybody who showed up last night whether we aren't talking aren't on good terms whatever i appreciate you for showing up and for everybody who did show up and who i am talking to who do i who i do have an abundance of love for oh excuse me thank you for pushing me to even pursue a live episode. Thank you for giving me the reassurance that I can do this and that anything is possible when you put your mind into it and when you have love and support from your friends, your family, and and um, I don't even know if I will call my I'm going to call you guys listeners. I'm not going to call you my fans because I'm not I'm not famous. I'm not a celebrity. I'm going to call you my listeners. I'm going to call you my peoples. I'm going to call you my family. So, so last night, a, a debate sparked about Kevin Samuels. And... I would say about six women said that men men relate to Kevin Samuels because Kevin Samuels is a piece of shit. Right? I was like, wow, that's crazy. And so, me being an asshole and me being narcissistic, now, Rudy Tabuti did not show up to be nice last night. You know, like I had to put on, I had to put on the black Spider-Man suit, so you already know who showed up last night. And, whew, best, and best fucking believe that he was not with the shits. He, he was ready. So, you know, like I said, black Spider-Man suit on. And I would say, like, out of the few young ladies who said something about Kevin Sanders, really didn't just feel like he says things that, like, hear his own voice. But if you really think about it, A lot of the women, you have someone who speaks for you. You know, you have your Steve Harveys. You have your Ace Metaphors. You have your Derrick Jacksons. And don't even say, oh, no, I don't really fuck with Derrick like that. I've seen his fucking book sales. Them shits went the fuck up ever since he came out as a cheater. But... Men never really had someone to say, 
you know what, like, hey, you're a stupid motherfucker, like, you fucking up, and whatever the case may be, like, nope, like, men never had that, everyone who came out to, like, put out advice there, they were always for the women, they were always pandering to the women, and it's okay, because at the end of the day, Some of these people gave you the fucking blueprint on how to not, you know, be happy. And another motherfucker gave you the blueprint of how his wife treats him. You know, like... So it's so it's refreshing to see like men have someone like Kevin Sanders to tell us that we're fucking up and to like not bullshit women. Now, I would agree some of the shit that he says is a little over the board and it's terrible. But sometimes when he's on the money, he's on the fucking money. Like, he's right. You know, just like an episode from a couple of days ago. Like, a woman was bringing in her her grandparents' marriage or or whoever. And he was like, but what about you? He was like, he was, so he's like, well, he was like, when your man ascends to greatness or whatever, where do you feel like you should stand? She was like, beside him. He's like, no. You should stand behind him. Now I get that we're in 2021. Cool. Everybody wants to stand beside their man. But as the saying goes, there like behind every great man is a greater woman. It's not it's not beside every great man is a great woman. Because I feel like if you are going to be beside someone, then that should be your motherfucking teammate. That should be your Shaquille O'Neal to your fucking Kobe Bryant. That should be your John Stockton to your Karl Malone. But let's stay on course. You know, sometimes, yes, when we get when we get a little a little notoriety for like standing up for men, you know. Everybody who does it, they're toxic and they're angry, they're rude, they're an asshole, they're a narcissist. But yet, you say all of that about us, but then you know when when your great savior 
right? And we, when your great savior got caught, and then it was shown that like he didn't care. Y'all went home to roost. Y'all like had like this whole like, oh my God, I can't believe he would do that. This is fake. And then it's just like some of you still support the man and it's cool. What it all boils down to is this. When it comes to Kevin Sanders, yes, his delivery is harsh. Yes, he could be a little more tactful when he's when he gives his message to women. But Where what where was that energy where you know hmm I don't know when like when like Hardy B was sprouting out all them fucking lyrics about like expensive gifts and like how like you know niggas don't deserve no pussy right where was all of that when Cardi B said it? Y'all, so it's just like, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And if you hate the fact that, like, somebody is speaking up for men, cool, you don't have to like it. But just remember, everything that we've been doing was never really... was never really okay because it's just like, oh, you know, we have to spoil you and we have to cater to you. We have to like bend to your every whim. We have to provide. And what he's telling you is this. If you want a man to provide for you, you have to work on yourself. He now he's not telling you to physically fucking fix yourself. No, that's what you got fucking toxic ass Raheem for. When he says fix yourself, fix your outlook on the shit. Just like he told, and it's not like he sits there and disrespects women. You know, he sat there and he told a dude, he was like, oh, like, how much you weigh? And the dude was like, oh, uh, he's like, I'm taller you. So the dude was like, oh, yeah, I'm 5'8". So he was like, oh, but how much do you weigh? So he said his weight and he was like, oh, so you're a fat fuck. So he, you want, he was like, you want women to come to you and you're a fat fuck. But he was like, you believe your time is worth it. Because, like, you're a man. And bro, it's... It's an equal opportunity, like, left hook, right hook, uppercut combination. He's not singling you out because you're a fucking woman. Now, I will say this. Some women do call into his show, and they get a little rowdy, they get a little disrespectful. 
Now, I don't know if the brother got sisters, but it's just that, like, all right, cool. If if he believes in not putting his hands on women, then yes, the best way out is to physically just say, hey, is that big, Shirley? Like, take that fucking bonnet off. You're on my shit. Like, let me cut that shit out. And they're like, yo, and he he said it, and I didn't laugh that much. When he said, like, yo, you can hear the cholesterol in her fucking voice. And he's right. When, why do women say they want the truth from a man? And then when it gets, then when it gets there, Y'all, y'all hate it. Y'all absolutely fucking hate it. And it's like, so you want the truth, but you don't want me to hurt your feelings. Now, I'm not saying that, like, the truth won't set you free. But, okay, so you're not asking me if I'm cheating or... Or, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You're not asking me if I'm cheating or lying to you or whatever. You're asking me something simple that you want the truth about. I tell you. And if you get offended, that is on you. But anyway. So. Ladies. And gentlemen, I would like to also tell you that someone's hurt feelings on their choices is not your responsibility. It is not your responsibility to fix a man or a fucking woman. It is not your responsibility the hell a broken fucking heart. And I say this because I am I am like pretty much me. So and if if this doesn't apply to you, let it fucking fly. But I really do need a few people to stop getting into relationships when they really need fucking therapy and an exorcism. You know? I mean, I'm I'm practicing on exorcisms right now. Like, so if you need that, I got that. But, but you know, conversation was had yesterday. And, um, and when I say that I've realized, I try to be, try to be fair, try to be open-minded, I try to listen. But then I've realized that with certain people, certain things, 
they don't want to they don't want to listen they want to talk over you they want to throw tantrums like they're fucking 14 they want to act that they don't want to act their fucking age they want to act their shoe size and it's pretty much fucking wild to me that all of this could happen in a fucking span of of like a 15 minute fucking phone call or whatever so so me and Bluebeard right it's the fan we were you know we were like yo we were wilding we was like we were wilding playing Tekken you know I was fucking dusting him because I'm a fucking god <laughs> nigga I am a god and if you don't believe me, if you have the PSN, check the Tekken stats, baby. But anyway. So, phone rings. And I'm like, yo, what's good? And so, in a good mood and so this person's just like hey can we talk and I'm like sure I'm like I'm gonna put my phone down because I'm like bonded with my cousin like you know we haven't like really like spent like time together or whatever so you know we're like we're just chilling so So, you know, so she was like, all right, cool. And so she was like, why am I, like, saying that I'm good on, like, talking to her and helping her and shit? And it's just like, you, I can't help you anymore. I can't put shit on hold because, you know, you're ready to leave whoever you're done fucking with and whoever you're done like trying to be a punching bag for. Like, and I don't mean a physical punching bag, I mean an emotional punching bag. And so she was just like, you're supposed to be my friend. This is 12 years of friendship, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, yo, I get all of that. But at the same time, that if people haven't like, haven't told me that they can't really like deal with my shit until like I deal with my shit they would I feel like they would still enable me to wild out and to do stupid shit and to like you know and feel like certain behaviors were fucking okay and it's just and to me yo that's just something I simply cannot do I can't, I can't do it. I don't want to do it. I refuse to. So then, so she was like, all right, cool. So can she, so she's like, can you just tell me one thing? And I'm like, sure, what's up? So she was like, why does everybody leave me? Why does everybody hate me? 
I don't think no one hates you. I just think that people get tired of having to deal with if you're going to be normal, if you're going to fucking break down and start throwing shit and start being mad at people. And so she was just like, well, she was like, well, you're a fucking nigger. And yes, N-I-G-G-E-R. And I'm just like, all right, cool. I can be all that. But just remember, I wasn't all of that when when I like when I literally took a fucking train five hours to make sure that you were there. I wasn't all of that when when whenever like somebody ran out on you, you called, I picked up and I talked to you for hours on hours on it. And it's just like I'm I'm a nigger now because I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with your emotional baggage because your emotions and your feelings are not my responsibility. Like I wasn't in your head to help you make the choices that you've made. And yet you sit there and you're just well. I don't know. I don't know how to handle this. I don't know what to do. Like, you're my only friend. And it's just like, I'm only your friend when when whoever you're fucking with or fucking is tired of your shit. And Excuse me for like being a a guy. That's that's your life, bro. Like that's not mine. I don't care. You have your own personal demons to work out, just like everybody else in the world. And for everybody who has had to like get through whatever you've gone through, I commend you. And don't think just because like people told you to deal with your shit on your own, that you were alone in that fight. They were with you. But when they say that you have to figure it out on your own, that means they can't hold your hand through everything. It doesn't mean that they're tired. It just means that they can't keep protecting you and and holding your hand through through the storms because like you know like you're scared because you're scared of what storm you've brewed emotionally. And I'm here to say this, like, yo, be the generational, like, curse breaker. Do that. 
And it's and like yo, like I'm saying, regardless, if I know that you can like that you're not taxing on me and you're draining my energy to where like I don't want to deal with your shit. Like, I'm going to be in your life. But at the same time, it's just like, I can't hold your hand. I'm not a therapist. I'm not any of that. But with that being said, that's my time. Um, so, I love y'all, y'all stay safe, and two weeks, live episode goes up, and till then, yo, y'all love each other, and, you know, stay toxic. <laughs>